the three pure precepts, ceasing harming, doing good, doing good for others. This is the Buddha teaching, manifesting Zazenin. Even saying this is too much. Yet something has to be said. There are many facets to our life, to this jewel that we are. This life serves us, supporting, nurturing, enabling us to be who we are. We are life. And sometimes we fail to see this, fail to appreciate this, and instead become angry with things as they are, angry with what is served to us, angry about the life that we, quote, must, close quote, serve, or even angry as regards to some memories some interpretation uh, with things as they were, so-called. As a result of believing all sorts of reactions, the fighting with becoming greedy with life, being confused or perturbed by life circumstances and the people in our life, we resist embracing life, resist serving the events of this moment. And instead of being at peace, instead of merrily, joyously living this life, dancing this life, rowing down this stream. Instead, we struggle in many ways, suffering sometimes, harming sometimes. We even miss the opportunity of seeing what this skillful zazening is miss seeing what to do that will support us in being who we are. There is a valuable practice that comes out of the Tibetan tradition which encourages us in our encounters and practice with another person in other people to look a little further beyond what we understand the circumstances and persons to be and to reflect upon the fact that this person was also once our mother, our father, our son, our daughter, our spouse, our, and you can add the myriad forms and relationships which we beings can be.
if we reflect on this, if we clarify and grasp this as best we can, in other words, make sense of this as best we can, we might then reflect what would be skillful responding and relating to this person here now, given that. So, return to the three pure precepts, ceasing harming, doing good, doing good for others. How do we live this? What is harming? That's something to look at. What, whom do we harm? Whom do you harm? Whether by physical actions, mental actions, reactions, speech. Look closely. Just in terms of ourself, what do we feel harms us? Who harms us? How? We may discover that in addition to the hopefully very rare event when we directly, physically, or verbally attack others, very rare event when we are physically or verbally attacked and harmed by others, that there are many events and circumstances which we believe harm, harm us or harm others. When we feel, which we feel harmed by or which we sense we are harming. What are those? It's useful to reflect on this. To reflect when do we sense, how do we sense harming? To look closely. What is occurring? What are the emotion thought? What is the mental formations that right now we're holding to? What are the actions right now. And if we could notice this, it's the opportunity also to open up reactive holding to allow us to experience, be this experiencing universe and look what is nurturing right now. What do we discover the harming to be, and what do we discover the nurturing to be? See, there's a reason that the three pure precepts begin with ceasing harming. It might be that harming is often done by us humans, and it might often also be that harming is particularly egregious and insidious to our life. Remember in the 
Gatha of Atonement, we reflect on harmful actions committed that are born of body, mouth, and thought, whether they're committed by us or to us. Born of body, mouth, and thought. And it could be just by body, just by mouth, just by thought. Certainly mouth and thought are significant players. So the Buddha reminds us that harming does not cease with more harming. In other words, it's not the way to take care of it. Only with, and I'll say, the natural experience intimacy of loving. In other words, only with love does it dissolve and cease. So, this is something that I encourage all of us to clarify and reflect upon in our daily life practice. Thank you.